What is up, sapiosexuals? Thank you for turning on Sex in South Beach with America's sex educator, Dr. Sanjaya. Now, I'm going to do my job and turn on your sexual intellect. And by the way, sapiosexual, the term I use for you every time we start a conversation. Well, in case you didn't know, sapiosexual means someone who is attracted to intellect. Just like you, baby. You're attracted to this show because mm, you're so intellectual and you're attracted to intellect, right? So let's get down to the nitty gritty and stimulate that brain. Mm. The sex situation we're getting into right now is all about the unforgettable art of cunnilingus. Ooh, today you're about to learn how to lick her just the way she likes it. Ooh, not yesterday's way. Uh-uh, she don't like it like that no more. <laughs> now let's get started with some basics. Hey, you know, you always must give your woman an orgasm before penetration, okay? Also, you should always make sure your woman climaxes before you do. Also, you need to always remember, your woman, what? She is unique. Her preferences, taste, and smell are uniquely hers. And you must always offer to give her another orgasm after she climaxes, either with your mouth, fingers, or a vibrating toy. And guys, let me give you 10 solid reasons why you should really focus on developing your cunnilingus skills. Boo! Reason number one, it helps women have explosive orgasms, and I know that's what you want. Two, it helps men, what? Keep their woman. <laughs> Three, it helps men have more sexual opportunities, as in she says yes way more often. Four, it helps men become more sexually confident. And you know what? Sexually confident men, reason number five, they don't have performance anxiety, right? Reason number six, they also have less erectile dysfunction. You know why? Because they don't have all that pressure to perform. They know they can always finish her off with their tongue if their penis can't get the job done. Booyah! And you know what? Reason number seven, penetration is absolutely not needed for the female orgasm. Number eight, most women anyway, over 75%, you know what? They do not even climax from penetration alone. So you need to get your tongue involved. Nine, a woman's clitoris is much more sensitive than her vaginal walls. And you know what your penis doesn't touch? Her clitoris. It only touches her vaginal walls. And 10, her clitoris has more nerve fibers than any other part of her body. In addition to all of those reasons, did you know that your tongue has supernatural powers to pleasure your woman? For example, your tongue can do many things a penis cannot. Your tongue is one of your most flexible set of muscles. It can be soft or it can be strong. It can be flat or it can be pointy. You can lick or you can suck. Your tongue also has some of the strongest muscles in your body. Your tongue, what? It is built to last. It has super high endurance. Tell me something. When's the last time your tongue got tired? Right? Never. <laughs> your tongue works on command. Dysfunction is very rare. And the best thing about your tongue is it can taste what is good for you or what's not good for you. Now, before we get into technique, let's talk about the most sensitive part of a woman's sexual response system. The clit or the G-spot. Hmm. Which one is it? Is it the clit or the G-spot? Now, you all take a vote, and then I'm going to tell you. Boo! 
boom. <laughs> Just so you know, the clit is made of the head, the shaft, and the base. And you know what? That extends from the pubic bone all the way to the anus. And the G-spot is actually a clitoral cluster that's located at the top of the vaginal ceiling. So the G-spot, in fact, is the base of the clitoris. And this is what is stimulated during penetration. So no longer do you have to have that debate. Is it the clit or the G-spot? They are one in the same. They just extend from outside of a woman's body all the way to inside to the top of her vaginal ceiling, okay? Now, now that you know all those basics, it is time to get into technique. I like to teach people how to perform cunnilingus in three distinct phases. I call it the three courses of cunnilingus, the appetizer, dinner, and dessert. Now, the appetizer, this is when you ignite sexual desire by stimulating her mind and body with kisses and attention, everything except the vaginal area. Now, when she begins to feel aroused, her skin becomes increasingly sensitive. Her breasts swell and love hormones are released, including oxytocin. Now, that's the cuddling hormone, y'all. Now, this all creates a euphoric state that allows her to experience optimal sexual pleasure. Now, what's dinner phase? After the appetizer, you know you gotta eat. Now, once you kiss, lick, and breathe in and around her vaginal area, her blood pressure, breathing, her heart rate, and muscle tension, they all increase rapidly. The clitoral head becomes erect as the vaginal interest narrows and lengthens. And just before the climax, what? The clitoral head retracts right behind the hood. And booyah, after dinner, you know a lady's gotta have her dessert. With a little stimulation, many women can quickly return to the pre-aroused state and experience more orgasms because women are amazing, phenomenal beings that can have one orgasm, two orgasms, three orgasms, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, all in a row. Booyah, 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 depending on the skill of our lover. Hmm. Now, this is an ideal time to perform cunnilingus again, you know, dessert time. If you perform cunnilingus again, though, you know, and then you can incorporate penetration, I promise she's much more likely to come while your penis is inside of her. Hmm. So what did you hear? You heard make her come first, go through the courses, right? And then dessert, that's when penetration happens. Okay, penetration does not happen during the appetizer or the dinner phases. Let's be clear about that. Now, we're going to get into a little detail about each phase. The appetizer phase. The whole purpose of this phase is to whet her appetite for sex. It should last about 5 to 15 minutes. You know, she's unique. It depends on her. First, you want to make sure you're both clean and comfy. You know, that might mean you want to start with a bath or a shower if that's needed or desired. Now, make sure your hands are clean. Your nails are well trimmed, right? They're cut. They're not coarse, right? They're clean. You don't have dirt under your fingernails, some finger you're going to put in her. Come on, clean up your hands, guys. And make sure your facial hair isn't coarse. If you're a guy who likes, you know, a little stubble, you might want to think about putting some conditioner on that. If you know you're going to be going downtown, you know, she's not looking for you to scratch her inner thighs. She's looking for some pleasure. <laughs> Now, lying on her back is always a winner because she can watch you do your work. And that's a little exciting. You know, women do love some service. <laughs> now, you want to increase desire by building a strong sense of expectation during this appetizer phase. So do kiss and lick and caress her ears, her neck, her breasts, her belly, her back, her arms, her inner thighs. Do suck her fingers, 
play with the palm of her hand, massage her head, breathe heavily on the inside of her elbows, let your tongue linger in the crease where the back of her thighs and her butt connect. Do massage her inner thighs and rub her calves or her feet. And I also want you to consider tying her up playfully, y'all. You know, not for real. She's not in jail, okay? Consider tying her up playfully, and of course, only with her permission, to encourage her to surrender to sexual satisfaction. And you should also breathe slow, warm air on her inner thighs and vulva region. But you know what you, what you should not do during the appetizer phase? Do not lick her lower lips. Not yet. Because you know what comes after the appetizer. Dinner, baby. Yes. Now, during the dinner phase, you are going to satisfy her hunger. Now, this all begins with a kiss. Now, the first kiss, this should be planted majestically, royally, with courtesy, dignity, and grace. Before kissing, open your mouth. Breathe over her vulva. Using the soft, wide front side of your tongue, perform a full lick from the bottom to the top. Next, find a rhythm. Establish a licking rhythm that she enjoys. When you find a rhythm that works, do not change it, okay? You might want to try five vertical licks that go halfway up and barely brush the bottom of her clitoris, followed by three vertical licks that go all the way up and fully cover her clitoris. Or you might want to try five rapid vertical licks followed by five slow horizontal licks right across her clitoris. Step three, add a finger. As you continue licking her clitoral area, try inserting part of your clean, well-groomed index finger into her vaginal entrance. To stimulate her G-spot, you can curl your finger, you know, giving her the sign as like, come here, baby, and that'll help you hit her G-spot located right on her vaginal ceiling. And now she's getting real excited. She's starting to squirm. So step four, what? Add some resistance. Hold that woman in place while she squirms and starts flinging her body around. And as her intensity builds, slow down the strokes, increase pressure on the clitoral head. So right now you've been playing around the clitoris, right? So slow it down and really focus on the clitoral head. Yes, right at the heart of her sensual pleasure. And now, you remember, you want to try to maintain a rhythm. And how do you finish her off? What you need to finish with some focus, baby. Use your tongue to increase pressure on the clitoris by pressing down and holding for several seconds at a time with the strong, pointy part of your tongue. With a finger inserted, use a thumb to press against right at the top of her vagina. It's called the frenulum area to increase the G-spot stimulation. Now, you'll feel her orgasm as 6 to 10 contractions in the vaginal walls and pelvic floor area. You know what? And if you're really good, it hopefully may include a little bit of fluid ejaculation. You know what I'm saying? That little squirt effect that uh, so many people uh, are proud of, right? <laughs> yes, and in case you're wondering, it is like a winner award, okay? The squirt means winner. You did it, guy. <laughs> now, 
The dessert phase, what? This is when you fill her up. You've already been through the appetizer. You turned her on and got her ready for the licking. During dinner, you ate her up. And what? With dessert, with a little stimulation, most women can return right back to that pre-aroused state, just like we saw. And after she orgasms from your oral, it is usually easier to stimulate another orgasm, right? After she's already had one, it's usually easier to get the second one out. And you know what? After her first orgasm, her genital area is still engorged with blood and her body remains highly sensitive to sexual stimulation. So you should communicate with her to see if she's yearning for more. And if she is yearning for more, booyah! This is the perfect time to give her another orgasm through oral sex and then you can incorporate penetration with your penis if that is desired. You know what? Women who climax through oral before intercourse are so much more likely to climax during penetrative sex. And you know what? To start another session, simply return right back to the appetizer phase. Booyah! Let me give you some tips to keep her coming back. Boy, you better show some enthusiasm. You are learning this because you care about her pleasure, right? You're learning this so you can be a boss in bed whom no woman ever wants to break up with. So you really need to show enthusiasm. And you know what you also need to do? Not rush your woman, okay? Let her take as long as she needs to climax. If you show impatience, she's gonna feel pressure. That's just gonna make it harder and much longer for her to orgasm. The next thing you need to do, always, always remember, your woman is special. She's so special that she's not your ex. Mm. You need to savor her unique smell and taste. You need to understand that she will enjoy different things than your ex did and encourage her to freely share her desires, okay? And you never, ever, ever, you heard me, never, ever, ever bring up your ex during sex and basically any other time, okay? Unless she asks. <laughs> All right, now, you ready for the climax? Let's end today's conversation with some tips about the unforgettable art of cunnilingus. One, it is a myth, it's a lie, it's a fallacy that penetration is the most important part of great sex. It is not, especially for women. Two, compared to penetration alone, it is much easier for most women to achieve an orgasm through oral sex. Three, you need to prioritize her pleasure, and guess what? She will prioritize your pleasure, okay? And you know what? Four, guys, tell all your single friends to train their tongue. <laughs> And of course, if any of today's info sounds useful to you, baby, go grab a pen and paper and re-listen to it right now. You heard me right now. Start taking notes and maybe even with your partner. I mean, you are going to be doing this with someone else, right? <laughs> I'm Dr. Sanjaya, and that's the nitty gritty on the unforgettable art of cunnilingus. Now, the next thing you need to do is share this show with your partner so you can have a fun conversation about oral sex, specifically cunnilingus, that's going to lead to some lickety loving tonight. And be sure to check out my other episodes on oral sex. For your daily dose of nookie knowledge, you better check me out on all the social media networks. That's Dr. Sanjaya, D-R-S-O-N-J-I-A, all day, baby, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. Come on, let's link up. <laughs> I had so much fun with you, and I cannot wait to talk to you again soon at Sex and South Beach, where everyone comes for happier, healthier sex.